Why do I think Rich Voss is going to have something to say this about this? Tech oh, talk. no. Yeah. Tech this talk. A tech genius. Oh, you got to put headphones on or you won't be able to hear him. But, yeah. oh, my God. I don't know what this mm. is going to do. He's a technical genius, this guy. Yes, he is. Oh. They, they, you two they, are two peas in a pod. Yeah. You're a tech guy. Mickey is a rocket scientist, by the way. For real. For real. Like, really? Yes. What, what, once Gilligan's Island dried up. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, cousin helped, my cousin helped program the space shuttle years ago. Yeah. I mean, no, uh, it's, and it, it's amazing how many computers, and they were like Commodore 64s, but they were radiation hardened. So when people tell me that, I said, you don't realize how intense that job was, programming those computers. Because yeah. they, they, they weren't that powerful, but there was a ton of them. So he's, been written, anyway. he's been written up in all these magazines. Jonathan Post. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know. Was he, he worked for. A, all right, oh, let me let's let's get into this and and, and be nice. W O C M Selbyville, Ocean City, Pomona. He's <laughs> like, why not be nice? Rich. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. For what? Famous last word. <laughs> Mark's sensitive. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to another tech bite with Mark Stross. <laughs> and now, <laughs> Mark Stross. <laughs> Mark, good morning to you, buddy. <laughs> good morning, everyone. I don't know what I'm defending myself against, oh, but my sensitivities are I, always out I, 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 in the open. I, I, just I, for you, Bulldog. Just want to introduce you. you <laughs> I want to introduce you to Rich Voss, comedian. Well, <laughs> how you doing? You know, just an easy question. Uh, my kid the other day uh, <laughs> fell in the lake. Should I put her in rice? Uh, to so she starts working again. <laughs> the dryer. <out. laughs> I actually really don't think rice is going to help you in that situation. I think you need something a little bit more hardcore. Well, this is all the tech I need. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I mean, uh, Mark. Mark, what do we? Uh, what is our tech fight today? Well, our tech bike today is actually a story. We're going back in time around 70 years, and we're going to talk about a story about hope. And I want to bring in basically a story that would give us hope about what we can do with our technology companies today. And, you know, Bulldog, we have now done 44 episodes, and we have talked a great deal about things that all of us, and this is coach and, and Al and all of us, we've all said one thing. What can we do about it? 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 Well, really, we no. can do something not, about it. Not that but I'm going to tell times. you a story that should be inspirational and that will show you that if you really want to change America or the world, two scientists did just that. Just two scientists. They changed everything. And I think the most important message is I want people to appreciate that my message with TechBite is to get people to appreciate that technology has gone so fast and has sprung up everywhere at such a rapid rate, none of us have the maturity or understanding of how to really negotiate this new brave world we find ourselves in, but we shouldn't beat ourselves up if equally the people creating the technology to the people using the technology to the people complaining about the technology, like you just talked about COVID, if all of us really got it all wrong, when in fact, with all the information coming in and all the data coming in, all of us just started to realize what we've actually created. And I would suggest that COVID really made it very obvious that the world was transforming from the centralized um, infrastructure-based world that we had, which was the communication industrial revolution, to the new network society that we're moving into. 
And this new network society is oh. unraveling all of the infrastructure and brick and mortar institutions of the past. But let's begin 70 years ago when some patriots decided that for science, they were going to do something pretty brave. And in the 50s, for them to have done this was even more amazing. So let me start. Start? Ooh, wait, wait, wait. You're just starting? Whoa. <laughs> okay. Whoa. All right. That's the intro. That's okay. This guy's amazing. You, you could tell how smart he is. I mean, he's no Stephen Hawkins, but still, yeah. this guy's got he's got some diplomas. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Bring us up to speed. Well, so this is the deal. Yeah. So, in the old analog days of television, and unfortunately, television is now digital, so you can't go and check this out. But there was no Channel 37. Did everyone know that? Yes. Channel 37 was missing from the dial. And the reason it was missing from the dial, Channel 37 would actually broadcast on a frequency of 614 megahertz around that area. I and it was that. a little bit different in different areas. That particular frequency interferes with radio astronomy yeah. and radio telescopes. Really? And the two gentlemen I want to talk about are George McFeedy and George Swenson. Oh. And these two individuals basically were building the first radio telescope in America and Illinois. And basically any radio station that was broadcasting on those frequencies would interfere with this telescope. And that was a range of around 1,000 miles, 600 to 1,000 miles. And the problem they were having was they discovered that if there was a plane in the air, even in those days in the 50s, um, a prop plane, or if there was anything in the atmosphere that was bouncing the signals around, the signals could go literally around the Earth or around America. So they discovered that there was no safe zone anywhere in America to put Channel 37. The problem was, at the same time this was happening in the 50s, UHF, became a thing for television, and UHF is ultra-high-frequency television. Up to that point, television had 13 stations broadcast over the air. And then when the FCC opened up the ultra-high-frequency spectrum, it allowed for thousands of stations to come in. And to give Americans an understanding, up to 1952, there was like 100 stations in America. From 1952 to 1958, there was over 1,200 stations. So wow. there was an absolute explosion of television stations at that time, and UHF made it possible for stations now to go into the hundreds instead of being you know, confined to seven or eight or up to 13. So right now, what actually happened was the FCC, when UHF became a thing, wanted to sell that spectrum, and television stations all over America were, 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 were budding up, and as they, as they became a thing, they all were scrambling to figure out how they could actually buy frequency. And so the FCC really wanted to be able to sell this channel 37 because in the way they sold frequencies, they have frequencies that stack up. So in order to avoid stacking up frequencies like dominoes, you need to have as much frequency open as you, as you possibly can so you can service the whole country without overlapping frequencies. And you probably know this in radio. If you have two radio stations too close together, you get interference. So right. the FCC wanted to prevent all that. So they thought, well, we agree that these scientists with, this, with wanting to look up at the heavens is kind of important, but 
come on, to reserve the whole country and to block off bandwidth for the whole country is a little extreme. For science, maybe we can block off a 600-mile area, but that's about it. But the scientists would not hear anything of this. The scientists went to the New York Times and they wrote an op-ed, one of the first scientific op-eds, and people can check this out, 1952, and they basically went to the people with the story. And at that time, America was obsessed with a few items. One, nuclear war. Two, aliens. And three, and this is most importantly, television. So here you have the largest growing commercial item called television competing against the scientists who wanted a clean spectrum to be able to look up at the heavens. And what is amazing in this story was the scientists going to the people had Americans stand up and tell the FCC, give the scientists this frequency. And they won. No. And I hope that sends shivers down your spine. It Two did men. to me. Uh, <laughs> let's just say shivers. But yeah. Mickey, yeah, no, as a scientist, this uh, has got to make you happy. No, everything he's saying is true. But, yeah. you know, there's certain bands yeah. that get out to outer space. But Now, yeah. Rich, you were a science major. Well, I'm saying he lost me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> I have... Uh, we have a basic tech bike course, if you'd like to take yeah, it. We're that just up before 101, we're because that's where we want to start. I, I, now, my, my whole life, I was always I always wondered about Channel 37. And, <laughs> and I, I, you know, uh, like the other night, my wife and I were making love, and I had to stop, and I go, you know, I can't do this without this whole Channel 37 knowledge. Now you just brought my marriage back. It's unbelievable how you saved my marriage. Uh, you're so welcome. Hey, you know, I didn't realize. Bulldog, yeah. we have to get into the marriage business. You know, yeah, yeah. matchmaking, tech oh, matchmaking, oh. use technology to find your match. With this, with this knowledge, you. Have to be a babe magnet. They have to be. <laughs> listen to me. You could clear Apple and Microsoft Store out of the mall, just giving a speech in the in the. Just stand on a, a soapbox and start talking. I'm telling you, I'll handle you. I'll manage you. <laughs> I only want uh, twenty frequencies percent. Uh, uh, spectrum management, that, that, though, that's a big money maker for the U.S. government. I yeah. Mean, you know, uh, we, you, we joke around a lot, but like T-Mobile, yeah. they, they, even though they're one of the smaller of the big four, mm. they, they own parts of the spectrum for the 5G. I was going to say, how does 5G play into well, this? Well, that, that's, that's, be... that, that's a certain band, okay. uh, part of the spectrum. There's, you know, the 2.4 gig. And so, but if you own that, like, yeah. like you own the rights to 98.1 and you have a guard band, goes out to 98.3 right. and 97.9. Mm -hmm. So nobody within 50 miles... Broadcast Whoa. on those those. those right, I destroying like, Rich's material uh, for tonight. Yeah. I feel like uh, we're having a little tech off here. <laughs> uh, okay, on the phone, go. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I this is all going to be on today's show. Tonight's show, <laughs> you are going to rip the hell out of I, us. I got to get out of town. Oh, 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 table in the back. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark, I, 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 I listen. What, hey, tech bites is always interesting. This guy, uh, I love you, it. He's brilliant. I mean, he tells I us things we don't know. Yeah, you know, all the time. Yes, and I, I guarantee if he tested you on anything he just said, yeah, you'd have no clue, because 
Besides uh, Skipper, <laughs> you, you, you three couldn't be any dumber. Okay? Uh, hey, hey, thank you. Know, you. Uh, he insulted you know, me. He complimented me in one sentence. Yes, thank God. What's that? I'm going to get some word in edgeways here okay. to basically defend the Geek Squad. There you go. Okay. Nikki they, and me, we might be a little bit different, but I will say one thing. We definitely have fun knowing that when we walk into a room, we're going to leave everyone speechless. Just think about that. <laughs> yeah, because they're all hanging from a rafter. <laughs> <laughs> No. Tie one of those knots. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Enjoy our last segment. On Mark Forty-four oh. is all it took. That if, if you had forty-four in the pool, you win. <laughs> no, I I love, I love hearing this. I love hearing this stuff because you know. You can never know too much. Uh, Do, were, were you into Because I tell you, you look for a second there like you may have had a little interest in this. Do you yes, know stuff like that Like no, when you were growing up? No. Were you ever into no, that? No, I didn't okay. know if if my uh, little brother yeah. held the antenna with aluminum foil on his head, we could get channel 36. <laughs> <laughs> Not 37. Never, never could get 37. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, pri- priceless. Yeah, that's Look, awesome. The, yes. the coolest part of the story, though, and yeah. um, as we kid around is, is I really wanted to give everyone, because we've talked about a lot of gloomy subjects lately, okay. this, sub, this story, and it can be looked up, and by the way, there are YouTube videos on it, there's articles on it, and there's lots of great information about these scientists. These were real pioneers. Radio frequency telescopes are completely brand new, and this whole idea of what they were doing and the passion they had behind it really made the government move on an issue they were not going to move on because they were going to make more money by not moving on it. And what I love about this story is remember how many times you've said to me, Bulldog, can we do something? And the answer is, heck yes. And I want the American people to know all we have to do is put our heart and say enough on social media that we want to have equal rights for all opinions and we can make that change. It's up to us. Here's That's really what this tech fight's about. But I, right. I have a question for you. How is it when uh, cable radio or Sirius Radio came out, the FCC basically couldn't say anything to them, but now they're they're even uh, clamping it, down on that. Well, they're even basically can't say certain things because the FCC. How can the FCC come after a private company like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know they, they did. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, I, I didn't know that either. I, thought, I don't know. I, I could have made it up. But, <laughs> but, well, no, because Ray, you're, on a lot of, uh, you're on a lot of serious shows. I was unaware that they were trying to poke their head into the cold. I didn't the digital know that. Frequency, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. Frequencies. Maybe I'm wrong. I but think it's serious saying that, not FCC. I think the serious is coming out and saying that. Oh, the yeah. Ones. yeah. Like, do you have certain things that are... The bosses are doing that, not the FCC. I go to the FCC a lot for my job because I'm satellites, obviously. And uh, so I, I did learn just recently in the last year that cable news versus national news, ABC, NBC, CBS, even though it comes over your cable network, those are over the air. Right. They have different regulations on what they can say on the news versus Fox News and CNN on cable. I think that's also why Fox doesn't have a nightly newscast on the regular Fox channel. Well, and then isn't there something in radio like after 10 p.m. the rules change as well? I don't know, but... 
a lot of those uh, news networks lean towards their own political uh, views. Uh, uh, and do lean that way. No, I'm wondering, yeah. Rich, I'm well, wondering if, and I don't know what well, they tell you, but I wonder if the serious people are leaning one direction and are telling you don't say this because oh, no, they, of that. I never, I, I'm just a guest, <laughs> so they don't tell me anything. Okay. I, I, you know, I just, I just I, thought... Oh. Maybe because some of the shows I did, they just said tone it down. Maybe okay, they, maybe because of the times are changing and people are just toning down a lot You're more. You're getting woke. Mm. Nah, he's I, not woke. No, <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, he's not woke. I am, I am, I am woke. I take a lot of naps, but I am woke. No, I listen. I love all radio, whether yeah. it be serious, whether it be, uh, you know, in a treehouse. Radio's radio. <laughs> Sam and Jimmy, they, they start leaning a lot different way. Yeah, well, I. All right, hey, Mark, listen, I, I know you got to run with uh, with uh, tech bites. Mark Strauss, yeah. uh, we're going to put this Mark. up. Mark, I'm really excited. Maybe next week or so, one of these days, we'll tell everybody what we got going on in, uh, in a new project. Mark? Absolutely. Okay. And I just want to say, yeah. um, as I'm leaving you guys today, it's, it's not only doing a new project, and that's a lot of fun, but mm. I really would love um, for any younger people today that have heard this, this broadcast, really check out Channel 37 story. Okay. It's a great story, and I think young kids should really learn about it. And if your parents, mm. let your kids know about what some of these pioneers did, because radio astronomy is a really cool science. So All I right. just thought that would be good for for the parents to know it's a great it's a great story for the dinner table. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. He Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Talk to you. Bye, guys. I, okay. See you. I think Bye. he's just a head on a table talking. <laughs> <laughs>